0: Okay. Can, handle it. Okay. Okay. can you
1: Is my door open? There. Oh, there. a jury please Find your favorite seat. I know we're all creaks of heaven. Sometimes you have a favorite seat, you can sit anywhere you want to. You can sit in your seat. But technically, there's no science seat, you can sit anywhere you want to. But as I said, I know we're all creatures of heaven, it's like home. There's a favorite seat you have if you want to sit out in the living room or the dining room and sit in that seat, because Technically, there are no science seats. you can sit anywhere you want to. Appreciate it, once President and Councilman, sit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, state has rested its case, as I mentioned to you earlier. At this point in time, um, the best I've ever seen, you've calls is on the defensive a melody flight. You may. I right this court Should be the truth, told truth, and the the
0: truth be I do. You may lower your hand. Please state your name
2: for the record. Melanie White. M-E-L-A-N-I-E. W-H-I-T-E.
3: Good afternoon, Miss White. Hi. Um, would you please tell the jury what it is you do for a living?
2: I sell real estate. Residential real estate.
3: I just wanted to just make sure that we uh, speak loudly just so everybody can hear the court report. came as well. Okay? Okay. Um, you said you sell real estate? Yes. And who do you do that for?
2: Caldwell Banker.
3: And how long have you been uh, working with Caldwell Banker?
2: This is my 30th year.
3: Okay. Now, Ms. White, do you know um, someone by the name of Hemi Newman? Yes. Okay. How do you know Hemi Newman?
2: Hemi and his wife, Relly, were referred to me from my company to help find them a home in 2006.
1: Do
3: you see Mr. Newman in the courtroom here today? Yes, I do. Okay, could you please describe him for me?
2: He's the gentleman with the kippah on and the beard.
3: I just ask that the record reflect that Ms. White has identified my client, Mr. Newman, for the record. You may. Now. You, you made mention of what I call his yarmulke and his beard. Is this how Mr. Newman looked when you first met him? No. Okay. And what what was different?
2: He was clean shaven and he didn't wear a um, kippah all the time.
3: Not all the time. Correct. Now, when you first your first introduction, to Mr. Newman, was that in person or was that over the phone?
2: Over the phone.
3: Okay. And what was the purpose of that conversation?
2: To introduce myself that I was chosen to help he and his wife his family find a home in atlanta
3: Okay, and you know where they were relocating from
2: i believe florida
3: do did you meet the whole family at at once or did you meet mr newman first
2: no i only met mr newman first and he and i went out for a few times to look at homes first
3: now at some point did you come to meet the rest of uh, Mr. Newman's family.
2: I, I met his wife, his then wife, yes. Okay, and
3: do you know um, what his wife's name was? Relly. Okay, and you said that you met her? Yes. And that in, is that in person? Yes. And when was this, name? 2006. 2006,
1: all
2: right.
3: So in 2006, um, you said that you first Met with him in regards to trying to find a house. Yes. Okay. Were you able to determine uh, any number of houses that uh, that could be possible houses they could buy? Sure. Okay. Yes. Now, did you have any conversations about purchasing the house with his wife, Relic? Yes.
2: Okay.
3: So let's talk about the house that they purchased. You said this was two thousand and six. Yes. Okay. Was this one of the houses that you had uh, put onto your list? It was not. Okay. Um, Could you tell the jury uh, how you came to um, find the house that they ended up purchasing?
2: (coughs) Pardon me. There was a particular subdivision that the Newmans both liked. One side of the subdivision was a little pricier than the other, and they really liked the subdivision. So I sent out a letter to everybody on the other side of the subdivision that was lower priced to see if anybody had plans of moving soon and I let them know that I had a buyer.
3: Now, was this done um, before or after you met Rettler? After. Okay, after. Now, is the house that they ended up purchasing, was that one of the houses on your original list? No. Okay. Um, Was there anything different about this particular house than the houses that you had had on your list?
2: It was not on the market. A seller contacted me and said, we're thinking about moving. Please tell us what your buyer wants, and let's see if we can make a deal.
3: Did my client, Mr. Newman, ever tell you why they did not want to buy one of the houses on the list you had prepared?
2: No, I just didn't like them.
3: Did his, as far as you remember, in helping to put an offer on and I guess eventually close on this house, did his wife play any role in that?
2: Oh, yes. Well, in deciding on the home, yes. Okay.
3: Now, what, how would you describe describe your relationship with my client and his family during this period of time?
2: They were my clients.
3: Did you have any personal relationship with them?
2: Well, excuse
3: me. Outside of the professional context. No, sir. So you were able to end up uh, helping them purchase a house? Yes. Okay. And was that in 2006? Yes. Okay. Now, after the house has been purchased, um, would you tell the jury about any communication that you had um, specifically with Hemi Newman um, after the house was purchased?
2: Yes, I called Hemi probably once or twice a year over the next few years just to check in, see how he was, see how the house was, see how the kids were, and see if he had any referrals for me for other business.
3: Was this a standard part of your operating procedure as a real estate agent? Yes. Okay. Now, in making any of these calls and the inquiries you talked about with his family and about the kids, um, was this still all within the professional context or was there something personal about it?
2: Strictly professional.
3: Now, in just a minute, I want to fast forward to 2010, but in the period of time in between the sale of this house in 2006 uh, and then later on in 2010, did you do any socializing with the Newmans? I did not. Okay. Now, Miss White, are you Jewish? I am. Okay. And uh, you know the, Did you know the Newmans to be Jewish? Yes. Okay. Did you all uh, attend services together, anything of that nature?
2: No. Okay.
3: These communications that you talked about, making phone calls and speaking um with him here, some of the Newman family. Did you initiate that contact or did the Newman's initiate it? I did. Okay. Every time?
2: Yes. Unless it was a return phone call.
3: As if they had missed a call and they were calling you back? Yes, sir. Okay. Now at any period of time in two thousand and ten did Mr Newman reach out and make contact with you?
2: Yes. Okay.
3: Can you tell me about what the context of that communication is was?
2: He wanted to meet with for lunch and talk to me about possibly doing a short sale on his home.
3: Okay. Just because you've mentioned it, would you mind explaining to the jury what a short sale is?
2: Sure. A short sale is when there's a mortgage on the home and the people are upside down. They can't make the mortgage payment. Usually three months or so they don't make a mortgage payment. So they go to the person who holds the mortgage, like the bank. (coughs) and they ask them if they will take less than what is owed on the home so that the home can be sold for less so that the people that are in trouble can get out from under it without being hurt too badly
3: Uh, Do you remember when you were contacted about this possible short sale?
2: The end of July, beginning of August Of what year? 2010
3: So the end of July, early August 2010 and was that initial contact Was that made over the phone
2: yes okay.
3: now at any point in reference to the short sale that you've discussed did you set up a face-to-face or in-person meeting with Mr. and Newman
2: Mr. Newman asked me to meet him for lunch yes okay. we set a lunch up
3: so he asked you to meet him for lunch yes Okay. Um, did he make any suggestions of where that meeting would take
2: place in Sandy Springs
3: okay do you know what the purpose of Sandy Springs was
2: I, I think he was trying to be convenient for me because it was close to my home and my office
3: and uh, where did you did you in fact meet in Sandy Springs yes
2: Sunflower Cafe
3: Sunflower Cafe now you told us that the initial contact was at the end of July or the beginning of August. When did this meeting at Sunflower Cafe take place?
2: Probably within a week
3: okay. of that. Would that mean August 2010? Yes. Okay. What was your expectation, Miss White, um, of that meeting at Sunflower Cafe?
2: Helping Hemi and his family figure out if they should do a short sale on their home in order to relieve the financial obligations did you have
3: an expect did you have any other expectation besides um, the real estate agent client relationship did you expect anything else out of this meeting no sir did you in fact discuss the short sale yes okay Were there any specific plans made in regards to possibly putting the house on the market or anything of that nature?
2: Yes, I was to do a market analysis and see what the, the value of the home is or was.
3: And what does that mean to make a market analysis? Just for those of us that aren't don't know?
2: Compare the houses that have sold in the same area, same subdivision, with the same like characteristics to see what the value is.
3: Now. Besides the size of short sale and the market analysis work, um, did you and Mr. Newman discuss anything else?
2: Yes. He mentioned that he had left Raleigh the night before.
3: And you knew Raleigh to be his wife? Yes. Did he tell you where he was going to stay or where he was living during this time?
2: He said he was at the Crestwood Suites in Marietta on 120. Did he tell
3: you why he had left the house?
2: They weren't getting along, they had not been getting along and the financial strain was taking a toll on them and Relly was not working and really never did work to help with the finances with the family.
3: Did this divulgence of personal information, did this prompt any questions from you? To direct it at Mr. Newman? Yes, sir. Okay, what did you ask him?
2: I asked him if there was someone else.
3: And what did he respond to you?
2: There was someone he was fond of at
3: work. Okay, use uh, the phrase, someone he was fond of. Is that your phrase or was that the phrase Mr. Newman used?
2: He may have said fond of or liked. Okay.
3: Besides saying that he liked or was fond of this person. From work, did he give you any other specific information about this individual?
2: No, not really.
3: Anything about her marital status or whether she had a family, anything like that?
2: I don't believe at that meeting.
3: Okay. But at some point you learned some of that information?
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
3: And what, in regards to um, this person's marital status and family, did you learn?
2: I learned that she was also part of the Jewish community and that she was married with two small children.
3: Now you mentioned that you had gone on to this meeting with the expectation of getting work. Yes. When you are confronted with this information, what are you thinking?
2: That it's wrong.
3: Are you re- referencing that he's talking about he spawned someone while being married?
2: Well, that and I, I just am there for business. I'm not there to find out personal things.
3: Okay. Did you vocalize any opinion to him uh, back at the Sunflower Cafe? No, sir. Okay. Were you just mostly listening? Yes. Okay. And who did most of the talking during that conversation?
2: Well, when it was about the personal things, it was Hemi. Okay.
3: Okay. So after that meeting, you said that you had been, um, you were going to do the market analysis work. Yes. Okay. So did you have contact with Hemi Newman again in regards to said market analysis work?
2: Yes. Usually I will perform the market analysis on the computer, then I will email it to the client, and then I will call the client and say, let's look it over and discuss it.
3: And did you have those type of communications with him in regards to this market analysis?
2: We never really talked about it. Okay. And what do you mean by that? I I talked to Hemi many times on the phone and would ask him how the process was going to apply for the short sale. But he never really answered that information about the house. Okay. It was always personal things. You said you
3: talked to him many times?
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
3: Um, Are you talking about many times after you had this meeting at Sunflower Cafe yes okay now were most of the, your interaction communication with him was that based on you reaching out to communicate with him no yes, sir okay um, so in the inverse was it Mr. Newman reaching out and communicating with you
2: yes it okay. was him
3: and is it fair to say that you were expecting this to be about the real estate work yes sir but what was it about what was he calling you about
2: he was calling me to get advice um, about the person that he liked at work. He didn't—he uh, didn't understand the female mind, I guess, and was trying to get a female friend to help help him understand.
3: Now, is he continuing to talk to you about his marital issues? Yes. Okay and what is he telling you about
2: that I believe he went home back moved back in home about a week later okay.
3: but he's continuing to call you in regards to talking to you about this new woman
2: yes but when he called I didn't always know it was about that
3: and you said again you said many times can you quantify it all how many times he was calling you about this
2: 30 times
3: Can you describe his, um, his mood or demeanor when he would call and tell you these things?
2: Him, he's a, it's, I knew him to be a very even keel person, um, didn't show a lot of emotion, and he was the same person.
3: No. Now, what was your reaction to getting bombarded with these 30 phone calls, not about work?
1: reaction. Fair
3: enough. Has you done anything, Ms.
0: White, to invite
3: these conversations, to become a confidential? No, sir. Now, at some point, did you and Mr. Newman have another in-person meeting?
2: One more, yes, in September.
3: Okay, and are we still talking about September of 2010?
2: 2010, yes, okay. thank
3: you. Now, who asked for that meeting? did. Hemi did. Hemi did. You had told us before that he chose the place for the first meeting. Who chose the place here for this second meeting?
2: Hemmy did. He suggested perimeter mall at the food court.
3: And what did you expect the conversation at perimeter mall food court to be about?
2: About the short sale of its home. Okay.
3: Now, when you, this meeting started, do you remember what you all talked about?
2: He had a London trip. Like planned with the person that he was fond of at work and it may have been at that time that he told me her full name I, I don't honestly don't remember when I knew that Okay.
3: at some point did you learn her full name yes did you learn that from Mr. Newman yes now you said that he was telling you about a London trip did you all actually discuss the short sale at that meeting
2: yes okay
3: Um, for how long did you discuss that not long was the focus of the conversation about this trip
2: yes Okay.
3: do you remember when he told you he was going on this trip yes okay tell me tell me what you remember
2: i remember he was he and andrea were leaving on the trip on yom kippur which is a very religious holiday in the jewish faith okay and Typically, people don't travel on Yom Kippur.
3: Okay. And um, just for those of us who do not know, would you please educate us on what Yom Kippur is?
2: Yom Kippur is the day of repentance after we've had the Jewish New Year, which is 10 days earlier. We spend a full day in temple. We fast and we pray and repent for the sins of the previous year.
3: Now. Did he tell you how he felt about this upcoming trip?
2: He was excited, looking forward to it.
3: Did he indicate to you whether he was excited and looking forward to the work prospects of GE or some other
2: reason? I believed going with Andrea.
3: At any point during this meeting, did you give him your opinion about what he's been telling you?
2: I don't remember. Okay.
3: Now, did you ever talk to Mr. Newman while he was on the trip to London? No. Okay. Did you have an opportunity to talk to him once he had returned to the United States? Yes. Okay. Did he tell you about the trip? Yes. Okay. What did he tell you about the trip?
2: He told me that he and Andrea got very, very close emotionally.
3: Did he give you any uh, specifics?
2: Um, that they could finish each other's sentences, and that they had determined that they felt like they were soulmates.
3: Okay. Now the word soulmate uh, again was that the word Mr. Newman used, or is that your word? Mr. Newman. Okay. And just just so that we're all clear, was he indicating to you that he believed Andrea was his soulmate? Yes. Was he also indicating to you that he believed Andrea thought him to be her soulmate?
2: Yes.
0: Did
3: he tell you any specifics about their hotel accommodations?
2: Yes, they had uh, adjoining rooms. That's with a door in between two rooms, usually locked.
3: Um, did he tell you anything else about the the door in between the two rooms and it, whether it's locked or not?
2: I don't recall if they asked them to unlock it, but it was not locked But because he did mention at some point, I believe Andrea came into his room. Okay.
3: <clears throat> what did he tell you happened once Andrea came into his room?
2: That they laid on the bed and they... Cuddled and fondled each other and watched TV. Did
3: he tell you anything else?
2: That she got up from the bed and went to the bathroom.
3: And not to embarrass you or anybody else, but what did he tell you happened in the bathroom?
2: That she went in to masturbate.
3: At this point, when he's telling you this, you get any impression that he's in love with this person?
1: Objection, Your Honor. Speculation. I'm sorry. Speculation. Sure. Sustain. Repraise.
3: Sure. May I approach Your Honor to yes, treat a few
1: things? Yes, sir. Retrieve a few of the uh, items. Oh, sure you can. You bring can. all items you need. Thank you. I'm gonna give her all the you. All
3: right. Thank you. Now, in the time period after this London trip, did Mr. Newman ever send you any emails in regards to Andrew Snyder? Yes. You remember a, an opportunity after that trip where he forwarded you a series of emails between himself, Mr. Newman, and Ms. Knight. Yes. Okay. My purchase witness. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to show you what has been previously marked and admitted as states um, number twenty-eight. If you would please take a look at this quickly. Excuse me. Yes.
2: Okay.
3: Do you recognize states number twenty-eight? Yes. Okay. How do you recognize that document?
2: Because it was forwarded to me on September twenty-eighth, twenty ten from um, Hemi
3: okay do you recognize your email address on state summer 28
2: yes
0: okay. can I retrieve it back just briefly sure
3: I'd ask Miss White if you read to the jury the, the first page of state Number 28 which is part of the stipulation page 7592 um, starting with the email he sent to you and then going up to the actual email he forwarded.
2: Yes, sir. If you would read that to the jury, please. <clears throat> this is from Hemi From Hemi Newman to me, Monday, September twenty-seventh, twenty ten. Says subject line, sorry. And Hemi wrote, Read from the bottom up, what do you think? Thanks, Hemi. Then Hemi Newman, September twenty eighth, twenty ten, to me subject line sorry I guess I should put put it in context for you we left the flight with a kiss knowing that I was traveling and I told her that we shouldn't really communicate over the next one to two weeks she wholeheartedly agreed by the way she did tell me that one of the things that kills her is that I'm the only one she can talk to about us and Rusty that everyone else will be so disappointed so she tells people snippets controlling the whole story she also says that it won't change the outcome, that she is staying no matter what, so any advice is pointless. Anyway, on Sunday, she sent me a text and then we went back and forth a few times regarding how the kids are, great, etc. I did give her advice that she must concentrate on them. Today, as much as it killed me, I did not contact her. She pinged me that she wanted to talk to me about some work thing again some chat and text and we agreed she would call me at 1 while i was waiting for my flight she called and we spent 15 to 20 minutes talking about the kids and the presents that we got them she paid but we chose them together etc i told her briefly that we never talked about about my situation and that it was quite messy i told her that i couldn't have sex with someone i couldn't i didn't love and that it was killing me pretending to be someone I wasn't. It took two minutes. Then we talked for another 10 to 15 minutes. that That's when the exchange below started. At some point, she canceled a meeting we had scheduled for the next week because of the training she has. I wrote back with a sad face. She wrote back, ditto. There was more text exchanging throughout the night. I don't want to lose her. Hemi.
3: Thank you. Okay, put you
2: in, you
3: For the record, Ms. White, I'm going to show you a portion of the stipulations from State's Exhibit Number 5A. Um, I'm going to draw your attention to the stipulation page of State's Exhibit 5A, page 4670. I ask you to take a moment and review that page and look up at me once you've had an opportunity to do so.
2: Just this one page? Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. Yes. Okay, and how do you recognize page 4670 of State 5A?
2: This was at the beginning, this was Hemi Newman to me on September 28, 2010. Would you like me to read it?
0: Yes, if you
3: would please read. How do, you, how do you identify uh,
2: the after text of, of that? Page? The next part of the text, I apologize, the first part of the text was my response to Hemi. Okay.
3: Was this in response to the email that you just read? Yes. Okay. Would you please read back to the jury?
2: Hemi, it continues to sound like she is lifting you up and knocking you down because she herself displays motion emotions that are up and down, yet always in the end, she continues to tell you that she is not leaving her marriage. I am not sure if she's trying to get convince you or herself. In my opinion, a person does not have an affair, whether emotional or physical or both, unless they have a portion of their heart and foot out the door. It is not an easy decision to make knowing one is contemplating ending a marriage, especially with children. It is a process that can take a long time. Your relationship is escalating to the physical intimacy you had in London, which only makes much more remor- makes her much more remorseful and confused. Believe me, she is dreaming about it, wishing it could be, figuring out how, sh- how she could possibly think about ending the marriage to be with you. Then she will get angry at herself for thinking that way and push you away. It is a seesaw of emotions and will continue to be that way Hold on. You must be patient and take care of yourself and your family. You're going to have a lot come down on you once you positively announce your marriage is over and there is no way to get it back.
3: That I retrieve, Yes, sir. Thank you. Now, Ms. why I believe you. It- before we got into those emails you had told us about the trip to London in September yes um, at any point did Mr. Newman tell you about any other trip that he was taking with Ms. Simon?
2: yes a trip to Greenville okay. South Carolina okay
3: when did you learn about this trip to Greenville South Carolina
2: there were two trips that I knew of to Greenville South Carolina one was in August I never knew any details of that trip he and, just told
3: you he was going on the trip? Yes, okay.
2: or may have been on a trip. I don't recall. Okay. Um, London was the September trip, and I believe there was another trip to Greenville in October 2010. Okay.
3: In relation to the time in October when he went on this trip, when did Mr. Newman contact you and tell you about the trip?
2: On his way to pick Andrea up.
3: You mean that he called you like while he was in the car? Yes. And what did he tell you about this trip to Greenville?
2: That he was very excited about going.
3: Okay. Once again, was, was it your... that? Did you vocalize your opinion at this point to him? Yes. Okay, and what did you tell him?
2: to leave her alone go back to his wife and his family let her go back to stay with his her family
3: did you have an opportunity to talk to Mr Newman while he was on this greenville trip
2: he called me from greenville
3: okay can you tell us when during this trip he called you if you remember
2: i believe it was a saturday evening about 9 or 9:30 9
3: okay what did he tell you during this conversation
2: that they had had a drink and...
3: I'm not going to interrupt you. When you say they, uh, Mr. Newman and who?
2: Mr. Newman and Andrea Schneiderman had had a drink. They were sitting out on a bench, looking out on a lake, had gone up and had a nice dinner, and were getting ready to go up back up to their hotel rooms.
3: And that's at the point in which he called you?
2: Yes. What should he do? What should he do? Now,
3: I anticipate that... We would all know your answer to this, but what did you tell him, this morning?
2: Go to his room, lock his door, leave her alone.
3: Did you hear from Mr. Newman again while he was on the trip? No, sir. Okay. Did you hear anything else about this trip once he had returned? Yes, sir. Okay. When in relationship to this trip did you hear about what had the ongoings of the Greenville trip?
2: I I believe it was the day he got back after he had dropped Andrea off at home.
3: Did he tell you about the work he had done on the trip? No, sir. What did he tell you about?
2: He told me that they got very close physically and that she, quote, gave in.
3: What does that mean, gave in?
2: Had intercourse.
3: Did you have any other face-to-face meetings with Mr. Newman after this? No, sir. Did you have an opportunity to communicate with him um in regards to his relationship with Andrew Snyderman after the Greenville trip? Yes. What did he tell you about that?
2: I don't understand.
3: After they had been back from the trip several days, did Mr. Newman contact you with any update uh about their relationship?
2: Yes, sir. Um Andrea had let Andrea Snyderman had let Hemi Newman know that she felt like they needed to she needed to cool it with the emotional, personal relationship with him and keep it strictly business.
3: Now is this Is this kind of an example of what you had referred to in that email, the emotions? Yes. now in november of 2010 did you ever come to know of a shooting that had occurred in dunwoody yes how did you come to hear about that shooting
2: i'd had foot surgery two days prior my mother had gone to my office which is right behind the dunwoody prep school my mother called me and said i may be a little while getting home there are ambulances and helicopters and police everywhere and I don't know what's going on. So I turned on the TV and I saw that there had been a shooting.
3: Did you ever come to learn the victim's name in that shooting?
2: Yes, it was on the news.
3: Okay. After you learned the identity of the victim in that shooting, what did you do next?
2: I called Hemi. You called Hemi?
3: What did you talk to Mr. Newman about?
2: That it was pretty close to home that Rusty had just been shot, and I asked him if he did it. And what did he tell you? No.
3: Did you ask him any more specific
2: or any more pointed questions? I asked him if he hired someone to do it. And what did he tell you? He mm-hmm. told me he knew that, that I knew that he couldn't afford to hire someone.
3: Did you have any contact with mr newman after you placed that phone call and asked him if he had killed russie schneiderman yes tell me about that communication
2: it may have been a few days later we communicated again he was planning on going to the funeral and planning on going to the schneiderman's home to sit shiva which is a memorial that jewish people do in the evenings after a death and we discussed who the possibility, uh, the possible murder could be. And he had mentioned that Rusty had a business dealing with a person from California he was thinking about hiring to do voiceovers for some kind of business, and that he was staying with the Schneidermans in the basement. The business deal went south, and so the person went back to California, and Mr. Newman said that possibly he was the one who killed Rusty give you any other theories um maybe a few more days later we were talking again and he you know i was just very uh, upset about the whole thing and and he offered that maybe it was the taliban
3: now these conversations is he calling you yes how many times did mr newman contact you after you asked him had he killed Russi snyderman
2: Maybe twice.
3: And you all talked about the shooting and the, the way it possibly. Happened. Yes. Yes. Madam, just a moment, Your Honor. You may Thank you, Your Honor. I have no further questions. All right, I this is all right
1: Mr. James, you may I cross examine if you wish. Yes, sir.
0: how are you doing today? Okay, how are you? I'm doing well. i um, got a few questions for you. Um, let's start here. How long have you known him and Newman?
2: Since 26. 2006.
0: Since 2006, 2006? Yes. All right. Um, and you met with him about his house for the first time. Um, when I say his house, I mean the short sale for the first time when?
2: In August of
0: 2010. Okay. All right. You want okay. on a
1: map, Osterboi? Yes, sir. You may. <clears throat>
0: initially about the short sale correct yes and you've explained to us what a short sale means
2: yes right?
0: um, and when you were having this conversation about the short sale you also talked about personal stuff as well correct I didn't he did he did he talked to you about personal yes. stuff and he told you he had just moved out of his house the night before yes all right let's talk about his demeanor while y'all are having this conversation you okay with that
2: yes all right
0: did he seem depressed no yes, sir. Um, did he tell you he was thinking about committing suicide because he had moved out of his house the No, before? sir. Um, you've known him since oh six or two thousand and six, correct? Yes. Pretty much the same old right? Yes, sir. All right. And this is the August two thousand and ten meeting. Mr. Jones, I'll make
1: sure you see the date. Do you want
0: everybody to see that information? Um no, I'll just tell him oh. I just tell him.
1: Slide that up a little so she can see it if you want to ask her. Yes, absolutely, yes, sir. Yes, so so she can see what you have written. Push it forward.
0: Uh. What I can do is I can move it in front of this. That's not
2: All right. All
0: right. No depression, no suicide, same old Hemi in office, right? Yes. All right. Um, <clears throat> while you're talking about this meeting, you and Hemi talk about finances, right? Yes. His finances in particular? Yes. People don't talk about short-selling a home unless they're having some financial problems, right? Correct. During the course of the conversation about his finances, he talked about his wife, right? Yes. In fact, he said that the reason they were having so much financial trouble was because his wife hadn't had a job the whole time they'd been married.
2: Yes, that was part of the reason and the twins were at Georgia Tech.
0: The twins at Georgia Tech and the other part of the reason was that his wife hadn't had a job. That's correct. When is the next time y'all
2: meet? I'm sorry, what?
0: When is the next time that y'all meet face to face?
2: We had two meetings face to face during the course of August to December, and that was in August at Sunflower Cafe and September at Perimeter Food Court, Perimeter Mall Food Court.
0: And this is the meeting where y'all talked about the London trip, correct? Yes, sir. And this was before the London trip, so you're talking about him as he's going to go on, he's talking about going on the London trip, he's anticipating it? Yes, sir. And he's excited about going on a trip with 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 this woman correct that he's looking forward about. to it yes he's looking forward to it um, and he's already told you about her and work and what's going on between them or at least that he's fond of her correct yes um, during this trip during this conversation in September did he seem any different than the hemi you had known last since 2006 no um, did he seem depressed or out of his mind or anything like that? No. Same Henry. Yes, sir. Gets back from from London. Um, you and him have another conversation, correct? Yes. Um, is this face to face over the phone? Or how was this conversation?
2: Over the phone.
0: All right. Um, he tells you about the things that happened while he, the defendant and Andrew Schneiderman, were actually in London, correct?
2: Yes, sir. Um, he tells you that uh, they were in the same room together while they were in London, correct? They weren't checked into the same room, but at some point they were in the same room.
0: Fair enough. At some point they were in the same room. Again. Yes, sir. Both bodies in the room together. Yes, sir. All right. Now, you know Andrew is married.
2: Yes, sir. And you know him is married. Yes, sir. He tells
0: you they're laying on the bed and he's fondling her, correct? Yes. She's fondling him, correct?
2: Yes. They're
0: fondling each other, right? Yes. Okay. Um, they're, would you describe it as, as, I think you've described it before as petting? Yes. All right. Um, I think you said they did everything but of intercourse at this particular um, time that they were in a room together, right? Based on what
2: Hemi told me, correct.
0: All right. Um, and she, she being Andrea, gets up and goes to the restroom, right? Yes. And while she's in the restroom, she goes in there and she finishes herself off, right? Correct. She masturbates? Correct. correct. Okay. All right. Hemi comes back from London, correct? Correct. And you and him have a phone conversation, and this is what y'all were talking about, among other things.
2: Correct. All right. Is it September or October? Um, It was, uh, London was September. They left on Yom Kippur. Well, the post conversation. It was F. Oh. It was still September. Still September. All right. Um,
0: Delusional when you talk to him on the phone? No, sir. Out of his mind? No, sir. Uh, does he seem down in the dumps and depressed? No, sir. I think you described to the jury earlier that he was pretty much like like this, pretty even? even, right? Yes, sir. And so it's fair to say that when you talk to him after the London trip that counsel asked you about, same old <laughs> Him. Yes, sir. Known him at this point. It's 2010. At this point, for what is this? Um, four years. Yes, sir. All right. uh, so the next time y'all talked was was October. Yes, sir. All right. And that was that was a phone conversation, right? Yes, sir. And um, he's on his way to Greenville, right? Yes, sir. And does he call you before he goes to Greenville first, or on his way to Greenville first? Before. Before. And. He's excited about going to Greenville with with Andrea. Yes. All
2: right,
0: and he tells you that um, they're going together, essentially, correct? Yes. All right, and when he gets there, he actually calls you from Greenville, correct?
2: Yes. All right,
0: and again, at some point, you find out that they end up in the same room, right? Yes. And while they're in the room, he tells you that she gave in, right? Yes. All right. Meaning that they had sex together, correct? Yes. Okay. During this conversation in in October, all right, let's fast forward and go to the next month. Anything different about him in October? No, sir. Delusions, or is he acting out of his mind, or crazy, or anything like that? No, sir. All right. Uh, same, Ojemey. Yes, sir. Tell you have anything about any suicide thoughts or anything like that? No, sir. Now, after the <coughs> trip, council asks you, after he gets back from Greenville, um, y'all have another conversation, correct? Yes. And he tells you that essentially Andrea has she, she, she's become devastated. She, she feels terrible about what she's doing, correct? Yes. And she wants to cut it off, right? Yes. And she wants to keep it. Strictly business, right? Yes. And 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 it's fair to say that Hemi's upset about this. He's he's concerned about this. Yes. All right. Um, other than the fact that he was concerned that the woman that he was involved with it in involved in an affair with didn't want to have the affair anymore, did he seem unusually depressed or anything like that? Yes, sir. Did he tell you, "Oh, Andrea doesn't want to have an affair with me anymore, and so you know I'm going to kill
2: myself"? Yes, sir. Same on Hemi. Yes, sir. All right.
0: You talk to him after Rusty Snyderman is killed? Yes, sir. And that's in November, correct? November 18th? Yes, sir. All right. Conversation with him on November the eighteenth, or is do you remember the eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth? What were we talking about?
2: It was the eighteenth. The
0: eighteenth. All right. So, do you, do you call him, or does he call you? I called him. You called him, and why did you call him?
2: To ask him if, if he had heard that Rusty had died and it was shot, and ask him if he did it.
0: Right, was it? Was this all close to home for you?
2: It was pretty close to
0: home. Okay. Was it both close to home, uh, physically close to your home, and also emotionally and psychologically close to home? Yes, sir. Okay. So physically, how far were you from the incident, or well, your my house office? Rather? Your well, office.
2: My office was right, right at the, right close to the incident. Okay. I wasn't there physically at that time. All
0: right. So when you say it was emotionally and psychologically close to home, how do you mean?
2: I mean that I had just heard about andrea schneiderman had just been introduced to rusty schneiderman via email from hemi and that he was having an affair with andrea and then all of a sudden he's dead
0: it concerned you because mr newman was sleeping with the victim's wife yes sir and you knew that yes sir and that's why you called mr newman yes sir and when you called mr newman you asked him If he had heard about it, that's the first thing you asked him, right, if he had heard about it? Yes, sir. How did he respond when you asked him if he had heard about it?
2: Yes, he was so upset for Andrea, he didn't know what to do.
0: He said he was upset? Yes. you was he was upset did you immediately ask him did you do it or was there other conversation before that
2: I just said Hemi did you do it
0: and he denied it correct in fact exactly what did he say
2: I what
0: were the words he used was it just a flat no or was it a no with an explanation
2: no it was no I believe it was just no I don't recall
0: okay Um, And when he told you no, did you leave it alone? Did you drop it or did you ask him something else?
2: No, I asked him if he had someone do it.
0: And he told you he didn't have enough money to pay someone to do it? Correct. Okay. Um, How did you respond to that?
2: Probably said okay. It's just too close to home. Okay. So
0: how was it that you all end up talking about this again?
2: Because he was going to go to the funeral in shiva, and he called to talk about that.
0: Now you didn't go to the funeral, and you didn't sit shiva, did you? No,
2: sir. I'd had surgery. Okay. Um, and I didn't know them. And you
0: did not know them. Um, the second time that you and he talk about this incident, yes. He tells you that, in fact, he has theories about what could have happened. Correct. That's correct. All right. He's denied it, and now he's giving you theories about what could have happened. Correct. All right. And in fact, he's telling you that. There's somebody that stayed at their house that Rusty knew, correct? Correct. He's talking about someone that um, Rusty and Andrea both knew, correct? Yes. And he's telling you that that person, in fact, could have been the person that committed the murder, right? Yes. That's what he's telling you, right? Yes, sir. And then he goes beyond that, and he's telling you some theory about how the Taliban could have potentially been responsible for this, correct? Yes. At no time did he admit to having anything to do with this. No, sir. questions about um a time period around September or October of that year. Okay. Okay, yes sir. Did you have a conversation with Hemi Newman about Rusty Snyderman? Yes. All
2: right
0: and what was this conversation about?
2: I don't recall if it was September or October, but Hemi was due for a promotion or thought he was going to get a promotion at GE and he was passed up and he was not happy about that. So he had started talking to Rusty because Rusty was no longer doing the job he was doing, and he was looking for a business adventure or something to go into, and that Rusty had mentioned to Hemi that Hemi could be Rusty's CFO if he found a business. So Rusty Snyderman, Yes, sir.
0: The man who was killed? Yes, sir. Was going to hire Hemi Newman, the defendant, as a, as a CFO for his company? Yes, sir. And this was, you said you don't remember the exact. Can you give us a time frame? Are we talking about before September or after September? It was
2: September or October.
0: September or October. Correct. <clears throat> now. And this is September or October of 2010. Yes, sir. Okay.
2: Um,
0: Did you have occasion to have a conversation with Hemi about helping Rusty out with his business? Yes. And when was this conversation?
2: It was the same time period. Perhaps even the same conversation.
0: exactly
2: did the defendant ask you to do? Well, Rusty was also looking for possible real estate adventures. So he wanted me to int- be introduced to Rusty, which I was, <clears throat> pardon me, via email and had spoken to him on the phone and was supposed to have a meeting, a lunch meeting with Rusty in December to, for real estate adventure. Um, and Hemi knew that my former husband was an attorney, a business attorney. And I know that my former husband has a lot of business contacts, and people always buying businesses, selling businesses. So yes, that's that's so, what it was about.
0: So Hemi asked you to find a lawyer or talk to a lawyer for us.
2: I don't recall that that's how it happened. I think I, we just he, he knew what my former husband did, and we just kind of talked about it.
0: You talked about it. Did you, in fact, do something as a result of it? Did yes, you sir. Of- I,
2: I introduced uh, Rusty and my former husband via email.
0: Okay. Now, was there another time that you had a conversation with Hemi um, about Rusty um, around the – I believe it may have been the um, the Greenville trip?
2: Um, yes. Hemi had told – Hemi had been at the Schneiderman's home, Andrew and Rusty, and I I don't know for what reason, but Rusty had told Hemi that he trusted him with his wife and trusted nobody more for him to go, her to go out of town with than with him, Hemi.
0: And this was before Before the the
2: Greenville trip. All right, which would have been in October? The second one, October.
0: October.
1: Give you your uh, uh, I just have back in the jury box. Let there get 10 in